You're listening to News Talk 96.5, KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. You're listening to Implicit Bias on News Talk 96.5, KPEL. The levees, as we say, often have broken. This is Implicit Bias. We've had enough. We have finally reached our limit. We've exceeded the tolerance. Yep, another Implicit Bias is on the air. We're getting ready for another Weekly Whiskey, and me, your host, Kavon Bordelon, is pondering. That means trouble. Trouble, like you might find at the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. Guns, knives, clothes, glassware, and so much more. Today, when we're airing this episode of Implicit Bias, they're closed. You might catch them in the Karen Crow Mardi Gras Parade. Look for the crew from the Rustic Renegade. Go find them Tuesday through Saturday of next week. I promise there will be something there that you will absolutely be interested in. One thing you will also find at the Renegade, you will also find at Piper's Haven, Luxury Limo, Nacol Jewelers, all of our sponsors. It's what I'm pondering. You will find tolerance. Tolerance is a really funny word when you think about it. The way it's been used most recently is this definition. Tolerance, as defined by Merriam-Webster, is sympathy or indulgence for beliefs or practices differing from or conflicting with one's own. A synonym might be acquiescence. In other words, we should be tolerant of people who are different than we are. That's the common thought, theme, societal pressure of the word right now. But what makes tolerance a funny word is the other definition actually listed as the first definition of the word in Merriam-Webster. Tolerance. Capacity to endure pain or hardship. Hardship. That word's important. A synonym of this definition, which is not listed, but is absolutely a synonym, might be limit. A limit as in the amount of weekly whiskey we can tolerate before we are sitting in the chair of intoxication here on Implicit Bias. We're glad we have high tolerances for that. We'll talk more about that tolerance in a minute. But do you see the problem that we're running into? The same word is being used to crush your beliefs in favor of someone else's also means the limit to which you will take the hardship, remember that word, that their opinions create. So yes, we should be tolerant, but we should be tolerant in all aspects of the word. We should be respectful or tolerant of others' beliefs, yes, but we should also have a limit to what we will tolerate. That's the challenge that we face. How can we be tolerant while having a tolerance? Don't be fooled. Please don't be fooled by those who tell you you should be more tolerant of things which we should not tolerate. The goal is to make you feel guilty that you are not tolerant. You are not a good person because you are not accepting of others. That's the play on the word in today's society. The reality is there are some people who would use the word tolerant specifically so you can't. See, if they tell you you're not tolerant, then you're someone who is not accepting of others. The reality means many times you are in fact tolerant. You can only endure so much. You have a limit of how much garbage you are willing to accept, how many lies you will take, 
how much distortion of reality before you reach your limit. It's like saying the crew on this show has no tolerance for tequila. The reality is we do have a tolerance for tequila, even though we're whiskey people. We just have a limit of how much tequila we can drink, as do we all. It's time we reach our tolerance in society. I think many of us actually have. Many have reached their tolerance for moving the goalposts on almost every major issue in the last couple of years. Trump colluded with Russia, moved that goalpost. Well, he talked to Russians, moved that goalpost. Well, he had some Russian vodka. Hillary did not spy on Trump, moved that goalpost. She needed to spy on Trump, moved that goalpost. She wanted to know what cologne he was wearing. Vaccines work, move that goalpost. Well, vaccines will keep you from being more sick. Move that goalpost. They'll work if you have infinite boosters. Move the goalposts. Well, they won't keep you from getting the virus now, but they're good for you long term. Canadian truckers. They've reached their tolerance. Many in America, we've reached our tolerance. Most I know are done. Our tolerance has been pushed until we'll tolerate it no longer. And the best way not to tolerate it is don't listen to government. We do hope you'll listen to Implicit Bias for the rest of our show today. We have a great show lined up for you this Saturday. We've got a tremendous weekly whiskey. We've got a king cake, of course, because it is king cake season. And my tolerance for things with filling is low. Of course, we'll have great stories, topics, developments, special guests, and so much more. Stick around right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Grab a whiskey or whatever you like. Indulge your tolerance for implicit bias. We'll be back right after this break. College represents wonderful opportunities for parents and students. It also represents time and money. But what's the probability of employment after graduation? What's the expected salary? Where will they need to live? With a Ph.D. in educational psychology and 10 years academic advising experience, Dr. T. Scott Smith can help. Dr. Smith can project future wages, geographical need, and overall employability of a degree from your proposed school and major. For an evaluation, go to strategy365consulting.com. Make your college investment worth it. Contact Dr. T. Scott Smith www.strategy365consulting.com. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade? Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade 2842 Northeast of Angelin Thruway. Men want to look like men. That means when it's time for a fresh cut, men go where men go. All-American Barbering. Licensed barber Nick Duplishan and the staff at All-American Barbering do it right. From old school haircuts to straight razor shaves to beard trim and shaping, even boys look like men after a cut from All-American Barbering. A veteran-owned business, All-American Barbering is located in Broussard at 807 Albertsons Parkway, Suite B. Schedule your appointment to look like a man at their website, allamericanbarbering.com. Remember, men, when you want to look like a man, go to Broussard. Go to All-American Barbering. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. 
Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Use your implicit bias. Mention implicit bias when you call Luxury Limo and save 20% off of your booking. Don't forget, mention implicit bias and save 20% off your booking with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Welcome back to Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kavon Bordelon. We're presented to you by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. It's time to introduce you to the crew here in the TSPL. That's the top secret podcast layer this week. We have a special guest, a new part of the program who's going to be here with us for at least a while. We'll get to him in just a moment. We're going to start with the man to my right, sitting in the chair of intoxication. He obviously cannot get intoxicated because he is the wheel. He's the guy who drives. He is Mike the Wheel Trammel, Luxury Limo of Lafayette. Mike, how are you? Hey, Kavon. I'm doing good. How about yourself tonight? I am doing phenomenal. So glad to have you here in the TSPL. T- I, so what does that stand for? I'm Top not, Secret Podcast Lair. So I was thinking it was like the Tucson Soccer League. I, I was trying to figure that out, but... Uh, you drive yeah. better than you figure, yeah, don't you? Exactly. That's what I figured. <laughs> All right, so Mike Trammell, Luxury Limo, glad to have you here. Across the table from me, barely able to hold in whatever liquid is in his mouth and potentially coming out of his nose right now, is Caleb Morse, the rustic renegade himself. Caleb, what's up, brother? I am enjoying the day. That's what I'm doing. Well, sounds like you've had a good one then. I have. I got a little wet outside playing in the rain and, and got to prepare for the, the parade coming up, so it was a good day. <laughs> Rustic Renegade, for those who maybe didn't catch it in the opening monologue, closed today, the day that we are airing this episode of Implicit Bias, because you guys are going to be in the Karen Crow Mardi Gras Parade. Yeah, we got, we got a float in there that we're, uh, we're splitting with a, a buddy of mine at Bernard's uh, Mobile Home Moving, and uh, we, we sat down and we took inventory today of what we have to throw, and I have a full pallet of beads and t-shirts to give away. Sounds like it's going to be a good time. I think so. I think so. The special guest, we'll introduce him before we introduce the guy in the corner who is always with us. Miracle Max is with us, and it is now official. High Torque now on with implicit bias. It is so awesome to have you here with us, Max. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Busting nuts for 50 years, right? Yeah, we guarantee your satisfaction. That is outstanding. So, yes, if you've heard the commercial spot, it's not the busting nuts girl here in the studio, but we do have Miracle Max who is with High Torque looking for hydraulics, torque wrenches, things of that nature, high torque's your solution. That is correct. Yeah, and uh, just for the record, as far as the radio is concerned, almost as good looking as her. So keep that in mind. <laughs> you you keep telling yourself that. because The listeners will never know. Uh, trust me, it's not hard. <laughs> we have with us a very special weekly whiskey that is already being sampled by the man in the corner. I'm curious as to where our resident whiskey snob comes in. Sam Stokes of Better Boot Productions. In his normal just white t-shirt and jeans today with some like fluorescent 1984 looking Nikes. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of impressed, I guess. No, no, trust me. That's the 80s because I, I actually was alive in the 80s and Sam wasn't. So, you know, you Hank Hill at the top and then at the bottom, you know, you got to freshen it up a little bit. Bring, some, bring a little bit of class to this, uh, whatever we're going to call this thing that we have here. If, if class is what you call it, I'm, we talk, we're talking about people redefining words, so I, I appreciate that. I mean, there's a man with a gun banana shirt. 
It's yeah. it's banana clips. It's ban see, he can't even get the joke. It's banana clips. He's making fun of the banana clips on the shirt. All because I, I called you the wrong name early. And it wasn't even in the throes of passion. <laughs> you gotta understand, I'm a little flustered right now. I was involved in a king cake related altercation prior to the show. Because we do have a king cake, of course, this week on Implicit Bias and Sam Stokes um, almost ingested an entire king cake cardboard and all right here in the studio before y'all got here. I have no idea how that would have happened. Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. All right, so Sam, I'm, I'm curious where you start. We're going to let you start with the weekly whiskey this week. I'm going to tell you what it is and then let Sam kind of give you some thoughts on it. We have had Jefferson's Ocean here on the show before. It is one of those brands that we like. Uh, dare say we love it. The reason we brought on another Jefferson's Ocean is that they, each voyage is different. So the way Jefferson's Ocean sets up is that casks are put on different ships. They run different routes, and they stay at sea to finish and get some of that saltiness, some of that sea air, which means that the motion, the storms, all of that stuff creates a unique whiskey in every single voyage. Last one we had was 23. This is 25. And what's interesting is that this is a weeded mash bill. So you can expect a little more of that kind of flat flavor to it that you sometimes get with a weeded bourbon. So Sam, I'm curious, because you are the resident whiskey snob, what are your thoughts on this Jefferson's Ocean? I would say, first of all, you could tell it's a, it's a whiskey that's a bit of a cut above um, a lot of the whiskeys out there. I mean, this is a... a this is a high-end whiskey, and you can tell that right away. Uh, you get that spice right right away, right up front, almost like a like a, in the neighborhood of rums, almost. It's, it's a nice spice right up front, nice pepper, and almost like a hint of that sea salt. Maybe that's just, maybe that's just my brain telling me it's that not, it's happening. It's or, not. It's not. I it, absolutely get sea salt in this. Yeah, yeah, you get that too. So it's, it's, a, it's a really nice whiskey experience, I'll say that. I, I remember the last time we had the, uh, the Jeffersons, uh, I remember Caleb, it, it was one of his grails. But for me, it was just, you know, it, it's really good, but not quite a grail for me. And I'm, I think I'm kind of sitting there with this again. Okay, interesting take. The Wheel, Mike Trammell from Luxury Limo of Lafayette, who is working through his tasting, it appears that he likes it. Yeah, I like this one. You know, like it says, every voyage is different. I have to say, every show that I come here is different. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be interested for, like, the listeners to listen, like, in between the, the, the breaks here. Because, oh, I mean. This, uh, yeah, we wouldn't last long if that was the case. The, so, like, just to give you an instance, last commercial in between, we it went from being talking about Playboy to the Rugrats. Am I right? Like, That's correct. So, okay. So, now, now we have to give context because that is actually not supposed to come up on the show. But that's okay. But it's just Thanks for throwing that out there. There is a documentary out there right now based upon Hugh Hefner and all that and secrets and all this. So, we were talking about that, which, of course, then somebody said something about the 80s and 90s being crazy. And, you know, we talked about Sam being, you know, two or three in 2002. And Max chimed in with, yeah, those Rugrats were absolutely off the chain, which was really funny. So, that's the joke. You got to hear it now. And apparently has something for the pink Rugrat, right? Am I right? No, no, no. no? You, power. Okay, it's oh, time to cut him keep, off. Keep he is like, to he's like half, Power Ranger, he is like Power half Ranger. a drink in. Half so, a drink in, and it's over. What's the proof on this? Because apparently it hit Mike fast. Uh, <laughs> apparently I'm not, I'm not, I just didn't have the you're crush not, like they did back in not, the. Uh, you're not brushed up on Voltron, 
the Power Rangers, Mr. Rogers, or any of that. Okay, yeah, so first of all, all the cars was not the real Voltron. Only the lions yes. were the real Voltron, Voltron, which was, by the way, Japanese anime Go Lion. That was the original part of that. Then we brought it to the United States. They called it Voltron. So I'm probably the only person here who actually knows what he's talking about, and I hate that I know this, but that was like my cartoon as a kid. Was GI Joe and Voltron? Oh, what what Joe, show now? is this? What are we doing? Uh, so I don't. We were supposed to be talking about whiskey, but for some they reason have, I asked Mike well, what he thought about the whiskey. Show, every show's and, different. Every voyage, and, and, every voyage is different. Every show's different. Come on. Do you like, guys really expect me to believe that y'all had TV when y'all were kids? Oh. <laughs> well, you had to stand next to it, like your dad would be hollering, "Move over, move to the yes. left a little bit with the it's foil." Back whenever I don't, you probably neither Max nor Sam know this is back whenever your television was a piece of furniture. Yes, yes. <laughs> it was yep. built. Yep, exactly. We had a record player in yep. the TV. Yep. So. It, it was called a it was <laughs> called a console TV because it was an entire basic stand with a large piece of furniture outside of it, and you would have storage on the sides of it. Oh, you would have a record player. I mean, all that stuff because and you know if you had a twenty inch screen, you you were in business. I mean that was that was a big TV. Uh, to begin with. So back to the whiskey, because I don't know how this got <laughs> off topic. I mean, it's like I tried to hand the ball off. What a horrible job of steering this. No, no, it's it's trammel because I asked him about the whiskey. It's like handing off the football and the guy runs off the field. He doesn't run. He doesn't even run in reverse. He takes the football and just runs off the he field to the locker room. And he was like, go. Yes. Yes. Has anybody seen Forrest Gump? I'm looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mr. Morse. Your thoughts on this Jefferson's Ocean Voyage 25? So what I said last time, Sam, was that <laughs> Jefferson's has been very consistent with with really good whiskeys, really good bourbons. Um, I've had quite a few of their oceans. 23 is great, and a few others I've had are awesome. Um, this one, I don't know. I think that the weeded, now a weeded whiskey, like you said, I, I like the word flat that you used. Because a weeded whiskey is very, very evenly keeled. You don't get that. You get an initial spice, and it kind of just stays mellow the whole way. I like more aggression, Sam, and it's not very aggressive. Um, it's good. It's consistent with what they they produce. This is not my favorite oceans. Fair enough. Let's go to Miracle Max. So for those who don't know how Miracle Max got his nickname, Miracle Max somehow, out of thin air, ends up with some of the most rare, ridiculously hard-to-find bottles of whiskey of anyone I've ever known. Today, sends me a picture, and I'm outing you here, Max, sends me a picture and says, score, and it's a bottle of Colonel Taylor single barrel, barrel, yes, and a bottle of Old Carter. (laughs) So for those who don't know a lot about some of the more obscure stuff that's hard to find that's very much in demand, Finding a bottle of Old Carter is the equivalent of going to that field in southern Arkansas where you can go sort for diamonds and finding like a three-carat stone. You never see Old Carter anywhere. It's a big name. It's out there. Retail on it is somewhere around 200, 225. Secondary markets somewhere around four to 500 a bottle. I mean, it's crazy. And Max just finds a bottle. Look, it's not about, you know, it's, it's about who you know. And I know the people who know the people, so don't give me too much credit. Un, un, well, no, look, that's, that's part of the game right now. That is part of the game. So that is Miracle Max. He is with High Torque. Max, your thoughts on this 
Jefferson's Ocean 25. You know, I've not had a lot of Jefferson's Oceans, and I don't really have a great vocabulary to describe bourbon, although I'm getting there. Uh, the immediate thing, you talk about the sea salt you taste. I actually do really taste that strongly, and salted caramel came right to mind when I drank it. Um, I really like this glass. I'm actually on my second pour right now, so bear with me. Um, oh, it won't be now that we have to bear with you. <laughs> when we get into the second hour, that's, that's when we might have to turn your mic around. Yeah, if I fall silent, you'll know what happened. Um, no, I, I really, really like this glass and I would absolutely purchase this if I saw it. I might even, I might even look for it. So, okay. So I'm like Max, both you and Sam, when I tasted this, I immediately went, it tastes like a weak salted caramel. You didn't get the full caramel flavor, but I did get that strong salt. I think for me, a regular mash bill so maybe not a weeded mash bill on this voyage would have been a home run you don't get that big burst of flavor at any point and then all of a sudden it comes back you know you don't get that long lingering finish but i do get salty i do get caramel i do get weeded now here's where here's where i think we're really gonna put this one to the to the test and it's a taste test that's why i kind of started to mess up the word test when we have this in the next segment with some of our king cake and you get that sweet with some of that salty that you taste maybe in this bourbon, that's going to be a really interesting pairing because that whole sweet and salty thing really, really works. I don't know if maybe the sweet will help bring it out more or if it's just going to drown it out. Caleb? So, so one of the things I've always loved about the oceans is the variation in salt because you get some, depending on the storms, depending on how much spray they get and everything else, the the bottles themselves will have more or less salt, but I love how you always get a little bit of it. I think it was uh, Voyage 13 or maybe 15. It was just the salt hits you up front, and it, it, that's what set it for me. I think that was probably the second or third oceans that I had, and, man, it, it got me hooked. Sam's giving me the one-minute finger in the corner, so let's go ahead and do this relatively quickly. Let's play... What would you pay? And then we will come back to the Morse Whiskey rating code as we dive into our king cake tasting. We have the 2021 king cake champion returning here in the TSPL. So, Mike, what would you pay? You are the reigning champion of what would you pay? Yeah, I heard that you guys changed the rules since I was here. So it's no longer. It's no longer price is right. It is just now closest to the price. So it's closest to the hole. Oh, so. so it's actually easier for you now because so, you don't have to worry about overshooting it. I mean, it was actually like a, you know, a marksman could nail that price point. Well, now a marksman just, can now nail this now price this point. Now this is like kindergarten's play. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's, if it's child's play, it should be easy for you no. because you are the reigning champ. So put up or shut up, brother. Uh, $79.99. $79.99. All right, Sam. Oh, Sam's upset. I think he took Sam's. <clears throat> I, uh, I guess I'll... I guess I'll go $84.99. $84.99. All right. We're going to go to Max because Caleb actually knows. Oh, man. Uh, I was definitely thinking $80, but I guess I'll play the prices right and say $82. Split the difference. I, $80 was my original guess. Okay. So, well, that would be a penny over, right? So, I mean, right. it, but the reality is it's closest to the hole. I don't think we've ever had this happen on implicit bias. When we played, what would you pay? I don't think anyone has ever hit the price point for a bottle on the nose to the penny. You know, on the prices, right? When that happens, you get all the extra bonus stuff. 
the, the ten thousand dollar reels are yeah, spinning. That's what it the, is. The yeah. person who hits this ding, 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 ding. gets nothing <laughs> except for the fact that they get bragging rights. And Trammel, I don't know how the heck you did it. That is exactly the price before tax of this bottle is of bourbon. He, is he four for four or five for five? Child's play. That's all it is. <laughs> like, look, I'm a retail genius, you know. Like, and Sam's acting like he. Oh, I know that was my price. I was going. I was going. To, I was going to say that. Sam's Whatever. Like I googled it. We will have more child's play when we come back on implicit bias. We'll give you the Morse whiskey rating code on this Jefferson's Ocean Voyage 25. We're going to delve into some king cake tasting here in the top secret podcast layer. That's all when we come back on more. Implicit bias. This is Moon Graffon for Coin and Treasure, 2472 West Congress. You know, my buddy Louis Pizzolat at Coin and Treasure is a truly great American businessman. If you're a coin collector, silver or gold bullion collector, Lewis at Coin and Treasurer will have something for you. Lewis has over 40 years of experience in the coin business. Visit them at 2472 West Congress. Call them at 232-2573 or visit online at coinandtreasure.com. This is Moon Graffon. You can trust Coin and Treasure. Luxury Limo of Lafayette is now offering airport transportation in style. Get dropped and picked up in their luxurious sedan or their Mercedes-Benz Sprinter for up to 12 travelers. And that's not all. Luxury Limo of Lafayette has 12, 15, 18, 22, 24, 26, and 30 passenger party buses. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385, 565-4385, or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Treat yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry shop and shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade? Acadiana's only true men's emporium. The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angeline Thruway. You deserve the healthiest and tastiest steaks available. You deserve Wagyu. Known for its unmatched flavor and marbling, Rosewood Farms raises Texas Wagyu and is only available at a few select locations in Acadiana. Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu has a buttery flavor and is remarkably tender. It is also high in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, which are known to fight heart disease, Alzheimer's, and arthritis. As for Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu at Shawbine's Market, Took's Meat Market, and Alexander's Market in Baton Rouge. Tell them it's your implicit bias. Taste the Wagyu difference with Rosewood Forms Texas Wagyu. Let us bust your nuts. We promise you'll be satisfied. At Hightort, we have over 50 years of industrial and specialty bolting experience. With industry-leading technology, our expert team can help you with all of your industrial bolting applications. Hightort provides 24-7 assistance to optimize safety, improve quality, and make scheduling easy. Find us at hightorque.com or call 225-663-0345. We have offices in Lafayette, Baton Rouge, Bossier, and Lake Charles. Hightorque, busted nuts for over 50 years. 
Welcome back to Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kevon Bordelon. We are in segment three of our one. We have tasted our weekly whiskey. We have played What Would You Pay? And our reigning champion, Mike the Wheel Trammel from Luxury of Lafayette, nailed it. $79.99 for this Voyage 25 of Jefferson's Ocean. So, gentlemen, we are yet to play and assign a Morse whiskey rating code to this particular whiskey. So, Mike, since you nailed this one on the head in What Would You Pay?, Let's go ahead and see where you rank this. Is it a red? Would you not drink it even if it was free? Is it a yellow? Would you only drink it if it was free? Is it a green? Would you buy it? Or is it a blue? Would you seek it out? Mm, I mean, it's, it's, it's okay to me. Um, I'm going to go yellow on this one. Not a, not a superstar. Um, it's okay. okay. So you'd drink it if it was free. Yeah, it's okay. If if you invited me over to your house and we had Randazza's um, king cake, <laughs> possibly, yes. Well, if you want a Randazza's king cake, you'll never get an invite to my oh, house. Okay. Sam in the corner. <laughs> I, I have a question for the rating system. I I want to put this out there and you guys can, can weigh in for me. We have, been doing this. we have been doing this for a year and a more than a year and a half, and you have a question about yeah. the rating system? Might, might I submit a, a, a question to the rating system? Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. What if I would order it at a restaurant if I saw it at a restaurant? Well, that means you that would buy you it. Would buy it. Unless, are you yeah. getting, is the restaurant meal comped? You're paying for it, so that's a purchase. I mean, did you lose 10 grand at the poker table and they gave you a meal comp ticket at the casino? I mean, what happened? Not not this weekend. So I, I think I would go with, uh, by, by that definition, I think it's a green for me. Okay. So you would order this at a restaurant just so that people would know you're a whiskey snob. <laughs> like that's reading an awful lot into it. I would order it at a restaurant. I would enjoy it at a restaurant, I think, very much. I, I don't know if I would seek it out. If I was at Burger King and they serve Whoppers, I would buy whiskey. <laughs> All right, Caleb, where does this land on the Morse whiskey rating code? Um, man, I'm being hard on it. I'm going to be honest with you. Because the vast majority of the oceans have been blues for me, and I really love them, and they were, they were delicious. Um, this is a yellow. A yellow. Okay, yep. so a green and two yellows so far. That brings us to Miracle Max. Looking to see where he ranks this on the Morse Whiskey rating code. You know, I just want to bring attention to the fact that we've got this. Is it uh We're going to talk about King Cake in a minute. Don't jump, don't jump the agenda. I have comments. <laughs> I have comments. I have opinions. For the whiskey, I'm going to go, I'm going to go green. I would buy this if I saw it. I would not seek this out. I was between it a little bit, but the more I'm drinking of it, the more I'm thinking it, it is kind of flat, like you're saying. I like the word sterile. It's it's not got a lot of complexity to it, but I like it. If I saw it, I'd buy it. So especially coming off of the last couple of weeks. I mean, Mike, you were here for, for a blue not too long ago. Uh, last week was the, the president, not the president, the senator. Last week, it was a blue. And I think about where those whiskeys sit and what flavor profile we got in those. There was no doubt in my mind off the first taste that this was not going to be a blue. The question to me was, is it a yellow or is it a green? And I'm, I'm, I've been wavering and waffling where it lands. I, I, God, I can't believe I'm going to do this. I'm going to agree with Sam. If it was on a menu, I would buy a glass. So it's a green. Well, yeah, but you have to understand it on a menu that says oceans voyage number 25, not like 21 or 23, but 25. So out of all the other, out of all the other oceans, you would just 
buy this one at a restaurant. Okay, so if all the other oceans were there, but those oceans to me were blues. Yeah. So this to me is, I never said it was a blue. Right. Right? I'm saying it becomes a green because if, okay. it's, if it's on the menu, I would look at it and go, yeah, I'd, I'd buy that. There, there's an would. implied yeah. scarcity at a restaurant. There's an assumed that they don't have that many whiskeys. If You're this right. was one, they're like, "Look, we only have ten thousand cans of Bud Light." <laughs> and, <laughs> no, but like, and I, and I and I jest because literally, I think every other oceans we've had has been a blue. Or it's a, ranked very, yeah, very it, high. Yeah, it ranked really well. So regardless of how you look at it, it this is a really good whiskey. This is a really, really good. Oh whiskey. no, it is absolutely it is. And and so even. You know, Mike and I giving it a yellow. It's still a really good whiskey. It's just well. Let's pull out of the code for a second, because now when we start talking about what would you pay in the mixture of the code. Yeah, you got to remember, we had the senator here last week at what thirteen dollars less a bottle. Yeah, and that senator drank every bit to a hundred, hundred and ten dollars. I mean, that price point could have been way up there, and people still would pay it. It was that good. Yes. And, and every, if I walk by a bottle of Jefferson's and I see Oceans, I buy it. Right? I'm not like, was oh, it 25? Is it 13? I'm like, it's an, it's an Oceans? I'm so buying it. The 25 is a yellow for me. <laughs> hey, now that he's tasted it, right? Yeah. He's talking sight and, unseen. He would go explore yeah, because granted, the brand has brought him that far. I've, I had, that. I've had two samplings, two tastings of it. I'll probably have a third. Um, it's good. It's really good. I think that it's just, I don't like to use the word sterile because I've been neutered. So, uh, it's, it's flat. That was a bit of an overshare. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's a little TMI in the TSPL. So, let's, let's pull away from that and let's talk about the other thing that we are tasting here as I think Sam is about to die laughing in the corner. Did you mute me after that one? I think <laughs> Sam is about to spit king cake out of his nose in the corner. Because we have brought in what was the 2021 King Cake champion here in the TSPL. It was the Kaluta's Old School New Orleans King Cake. No icing, sanding sugar on top, purple, green, and gold, brioche bread as a king cake is supposed to be. And Trammell is lamenting that he didn't get a Randazzas here in the TSPL this this week. When was, this was voted on last year, I was at yes. the show. But I don't remember it actually being the champion. Because yes, it was. <laughs> it, only you and Kayla voted on this. We're the only ones that matter. <laughs> you're, you're remembering correctly, Mike. <laughs> right, Sam. I mean, I think I think the old age is catching up with y'all. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that was not the champion last year. I'm, uh, you're, you're assuming yes, it this was. is a democracy. Yeah. See, there's the problem. <laughs> I was about to say China's winning the Olympics and <laughs> won the King Cake last year. <laughs> uh, this show is called Implicit Bias, right? There you go. I really like how he said old age because today I found out that uh, my military records predate digital scanning of military records. So maybe I am a little older now, I suppose. You're still 15 years younger than Trammell, so you know. God, that felt so great to hear. Because <laughs> Trammell, you're closer to my age. Closer. Yeah, closer. Yeah, see, here's the problem. You're closer to my age. But I actually think I'm younger than you. Uh. <laughs> What's next? Let's, next topic, that's, please. That's what I thought. So, look, just we're, we're very quickly going to touch on the king cake because we had so much stuff happen in the last week. We've got some, I mean, just phenomenal stories that we have to touch on. Max, 
has got some king cake comments he wants to get out because Max apparently likes a bear claw with purple, green, and gold sugar on it so he can call it a king cake. Somebody got their feelings hurt. <laughs> <laughs> so you notice how he said we're going to get over this topic real quick? He didn't want to hear it. Oh, no, no, you can so, bring it because I can I, mute you and edit you out. That's fine. I, that's fair. <laughs> can we do so, the Morse code on this king cake? Like, Sure. Oh, I, what's, yeah, I know what's, what mine is. What's under red? Is there a color? Under, no. I'm <laughs> I didn't. I didn't realize we had Wonder Bread, and you were calling it King Cake. <laughs> no, look, it really, it really, it wasn't that bad. It's not to my taste. Um, where's the sugar, man? So there, therein lies what I actually like about the King Cake. It doesn't just taste like high fructose corn syrup mixed with some powdered sugar and a little bit of shortening, right? Look, you don't like high fructose corn syrup. You're the one out of 300 million Americans. <laughs> I think the adjective you're looking for is diabetes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can have your diabetes on a cardboard plate. I, I like brioche bread. Uh, we actually had um, Kaylin Akers from Sunny Acres Bakery. She makes something relatively similar to this. Better. And look, it her what she makes is absolutely phenomenal. Not she look. does use she does use a cream cheese icing though, which a lot of people go, eh. I'm gonna say this. I'm not a cream cheese icing fan. Her icing was stupid good. Look, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you a bone on this king cake and say it is refreshingly different from what I've experienced before. Cause this is the original, not the bastardized version that everybody eats now. That's okay. <laughs> Appreciate your I guess we call it a contribution. Concession? Comments? Concession. Yeah, whatever. All right. Trammell, I know, I know you're over here just itching to say something about the Randazza's King Cake that you didn't get this year and how deprived you are because you're entitled, you think, to getting King Cake for free and all this stuff. I mean, I'm used to being disappointed when I come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's funny, like tonight, this Jefferson's Ocean, uh, Caleb's like, man, every time, it's a blue for me every time. And then, of course, the one I come on, I mean, this is a yellow, if. And then this disappointing king cake that you, you sl I mean, you, you're, you're slobbering over over there. Like, this is like this, your holy grail. This is, this is my holy grail of king cakes. Uh, did you like swap bodies with Sam overnight or something? Because you have become like the king cake whiskey snob of the show all of a sudden. Not once has he said it's good. Correct. That has not been his comment about anything. It's good. Like, Sam, how was your wedding night? It was good. <laughs> All right, Sam. I know you like the Randazzes, but I also know that you appreciate just a good king cake. I do. And if you bring one, I will <laughs> appreciate it. Wow, it is a rough show here tonight in the Top Secret Podcast layer as Caleb goes through about his fourth piece. Because, you know, the funny part is, for hating the king cake as much as he does, I believe Trammell has gone through three slices already. So, you know, he's, he's pulling a Sam over there of, I don't know, I think this is a red. Dude, you've had five glasses. <laughs> Remember, he's like, um, um, uh, it's not that good. Yeah. Um. yeah. <laughs> Caleb, I know this is one of your favorites. I, I do love this, but, like, you know, I, I had that one the other day that I can't pronounce. That was it was Dong good. Dong Fuang. Dong Fuang. Out of New Orleans. And, like I don't want overly sweet. Right? And me both. Because I like to taste the flavor of the bread. I like the, the lightness of the sugar. That's what I like in a in a king cake. But maybe it's because I don't know. When when I grew up we couldn't afford a king cake, so it was like bread with sugar on top. Ah, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I think we had real king cake back then too. Um this to me is just that's a good king cake. It should stand alone. That being said, I don't mind, you know, all the other stuff. But then Max did get half that cake the other day anyway, so. Is this your favorite king cake? 
I don't know if I have a false memory, but I remember last year's being better than this. Yeah. I remember you were like, y'all are. I mean, it's good. This is really good. I would buy this again. Am I going to drive to New Orleans and buy it? No, but I go to the website. This one's a green. Absolutely. Yeah, this one's a green. For me. Absolutely. All right, so let's dig into some of the topics that we had in the past week come up. I'm going to tease what we are going to do in the second hour. Because last week, after this show aired, the story broke Saturday night. And we, if you follow us on KPEL at all, whether it's Firearms Friday or Winging It Wednesday or whatever it is we do here on this show, we have been talking about, for about three years now, we have been talking about the fact that we knew that government officials and potentially people outside of the government were spying on a sitting president. And you have been told for longer than three years by people like Leslie Stahl on 60 Minutes, no, there's no proof of that. Yes, Leslie, there's proof of that. And it finally broke that John Durham, special counsel, who, if you remember, when Mueller was a special counsel, we covered every time he broke wind. We have not heard anything from John Durham in the last few years. But Saturday night, we heard. And we're going to go over what we heard from John Durham and who he connects to spying on the president, potentially confirming, alleging that there were multiple people involved, who was involved, why they were involved, and what happened with regards to spying on the president. We're going to do that mostly in the second hour. When we come back, in the final segment of hour one here on Implicit Bias, we are going to have a fun story for you. We are going to dig into a fishing expedition, which actually ties into what happened with the president. But this was a real fishing expedition with lines and sinkers, but this one with magnets in water and in Miami and what they pulled up. Oh my goodness. If you like guns, if you like intrigue, we're going to give you a lot of facts. We're going to give you a lot of hypothesis. What's going on? When we find out what a young man found while he was fishing in Miami, Florida, when we come back on the final segment of Hour One of Implicit Bias, right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Luxury Limo of Lafayette is now offering airport transportation in style. Get dropped and picked up in their luxurious sedan or their Mercedes-Benz Sprinter for up to 12 travelers. And that's not all. Luxury Limo of Lafayette has 12, 15, 18, 22, 24, 26, and 30 passenger party buses. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385, 565-4385, or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Treat yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. You deserve the healthiest and tastiest steaks available. You deserve Wagyu. Known for its unmatched flavor and marbling, Rosewood Farms raises Texas Wagyu and is only available at a few select locations in Acadiana. Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu has a buttery flavor and is remarkably tender. It is also high in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, which are known to fight heart disease, Alzheimer's, and arthritis. As for Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu at Shopbine's Market, Took's Meat Market, and Alexander's Market in Baton Rouge, Tell them it's your implicit bias. Taste the Wagyu difference with Rosewood Forms Texas Wagyu. This is Louis Pizzolatta, the owner of Corn and Treasure. We're your local source for rare coins, bullion, silver, and gold. In these unprecedented and uncertain times of government overreaching and economic instability, the security of having gold and silver is the perfect way to diversify your portfolio. Both gold and silver have been 
the tangible asset since the beginning of recorded times. Visit us today at Coin and Treasure. We are local, experienced, and still American-owned and American-proud. For 43 years, it's Coin and Treasure, 2472 West Congress. Anderson Pest Control is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and termite control. We're a Louisiana company with Louisiana hospitality that has the knowledge and expertise to handle all your pest control needs. Anderson Pest Control, we wouldn't put technicians in your house that we wouldn't put in ours. Way down here in the Bayou State, critters come in every single size and shape. Pick up the phone, don't hesitate, call Anderson Pest Control today. Let us bust your nuts. We promise you'll be satisfied. At Hightort, we have over 50 years of industrial and specialty bolting experience. With industry-leading technology, our expert team can help you with all of your industrial bolting applications. Hightort provides 24-7 assistance to optimize safety, improve quality, and make scheduling easy. Find us at hightork.com or call 225-663-0345. We have offices in Lafayette, Baton Rouge, Bossier, and Lake Charles. High Torque, busted nuts for over 50 years. Welcome into the final segment of Hour One of Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kevon Bordelon. We're presented to you by the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. Don't go today. Instead, go to the Karen Crow Mardi Gras Parade. You can find the crew from the Renegade rolling in the parade. Look for them, scream their names. Mr. Caleb Morse would love to hear himself exalted as he rolls down the streets of Karen Crow. He might be driven by, you never know, Mike Trammell of Luxury Limo of Lafayette, who's here in the TSPL. Mike, you you driving anybody in that parade? No, not in the Karen Crow parade, but I would be interested to see their float. I bet you that is going to be a sight to see. Like, those guys. I might be afraid of that float because you never <laughs> yeah. know if they've got a 50 cal mounted on top or what's going on. Yeah. So they, they told me I can't do that. Well, that's a shame. Because that's well, so like, like a... Like a, uh, I don't know how to put it. I shouldn't have asked. It's better to ask permission. Yes. Or it's better to ask forgiveness than permission. And I asked for, for permission. Shame on you. I know. You never know what y- you might find out since you can't put a, a 50 cal full auto up there. The question is, could you put a 50 cal Barrett up there? Maybe. So for those who don't know what a Barrett is, it is a brand name of rifle. It's not just a brand name of rifle. It is the it is the state rifle of Tennessee. It actually is that, just so you know. So I, I did not know yeah. that. It is literally the kind of the pioneer of the fifty cal round mass production rifle. Mm-hmm. It weighs what? I mean, they're, they're not light. They're yeah, the, the most popular one you look at is the M eighty five. The M eighty five is going to weigh around twenty three pounds. Uh, that is their standard semi automatic fifty BMG. It's it's not like my my record is like uh, I think it's thirty two minutes holding it in the shoulder, it, it's heavy. So when you think about a fifty cal round, I mean you're talking about a round. I mean for the the average human being, take take your index fingers and put them together. It's thicker than that, mm-hmm. and it's probably the length of your wrist all the way up to the the tip of your finger. Yeah, if you, if you <clears> go from like base of the palm to middle finger, which should be your longest finger, if it's not talk to your nearest physician um and that's about the average length of a 50 cal round so that's probably about seven and a half eight inches it is a massive round and my understanding is used for the longest sniper rifle kill 
in the world at something. No, actually, they didn't use it because the round is too heavy. It can't yeah. travel that far. Yeah, you, you can make gravity it, pulls yeah, you, it down. You have other rounds that have done better at long range. The the fifty Browning invented it. That's what the BMG stands for, is Browning machine gun. Um, and you're talking about a six hundred grain projectile. Now, to give you a fact of information that I didn't know I needed to know, uh, 7,000 grains in a pound. So let's just, for easy math, 700 grains. One-tenth of a pound projectile. Moving at probably roughly 3,000 feet per second? We'll call it 3,000 feet per second. Just for round numbers, yeah. yeah. The sheer impact of a 50-cal round at 1,000 yards. It, it, if it hits you, you're dead. It's one of those things where just the sheer velocity, the force, the mass, the physics, you don't have to hit a vital organ. No. Just the impact will break bones, snap necks, things of that nature. So imagine the shock when an 11 year old Florida boy decided to try out magnet fishing with his grandpa in a canal and discovered two. Not one, two 50 caliber M82A1 Barrett sniper rifles submerged beneath an overpass. This story comes to us from Fox News out of Miami. Alan, I'm not even going to try to pronounce the last name. Actually, I am. Cadwallader. Oh, he's Polish. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't, I mean, Had a five pound magnet. So a five pound magnet at the end of a rope tosses it off a bridge. And within minutes, he gets the first rifle. So, Alan, the the young boy, he's autistic. Big fan of electronics, playing outside. So when they saw a video about magnet fishing, they figured, oh, we'll, we'll give it a shot. So what they pull up is not one, but two Barrett 50 cal sniper rifles. So let's start with... The question that jumps out immediately at me, which is, these are not inexpensive rifles. This is, this is a nice car in dollars that this young man pulled up from beneath this bridge. Right, Caleb? Very much so. And so the M82, uh, I, was, I was trying to just look over it real quick. The M82 is one of the first models. Uh, it weighs in at 32 pounds. And a standard M82, let's say you're lucky and you buy it on the sale. If memory serves, an M82, you're looking around $8,500 on sale. Retail normally sells for around ten grand, and that's no optics, no nothing. That's, that's the rifle. So the grandfather estimates in the article that the rifles are worth about ten grand each. Yeah, I mean, easily, because... If you're going to buy that kind of rifle, you're going to put a Night Force, a Husk Maw, something else. So you put another $2,500, $3,000 on top of it. And and realistically, you're looking, you know, $12,000, $13,000. So here's what I think is really interesting. According to the article, the weapons were bundled up in shrink wrap. At first, he didn't know what they'd pulled out until he brought them home and cleaned them up because they were wrapped up like mummies. And that's the quote. So I'm trying to, to rack my brain to figure out for round numbers, let's call it 20 grand, mm-hmm. what 20 grand in rifles are doing at the bottom of a canal 
in Miami. Shrink-wrapped. In other words, someone prepared these to be submerged. I, whoever did this, and this goes in with our, our tolerance theme this week, they created a tolerance with which these rifles could survive underwater. And, and like, we do, we do uh, flood preparation, hurricane preparation for firearms. We do nitrogen purging, all this other stuff. We, we know what it takes to prepare a gun for long-term storage in a humid climate, Louisiana, right? Um, what they did wasn't necessarily that. I think they put thought into it. My first thought goes into it was a stash point, a small cache for something else. Uh, that way they could use them if they needed them again later. Uh, my second thought goes to why would you tell anybody? Because I would have two M82s now in my collection. So it, it, it's it's strange. It really is strange. Mike, you, you got some thoughts on this. Well, my thought process on that, uh, especially with being in Miami with the drugs that come in and out of there, I would think there's actually more that might be stored in this. I promise you that a couple of scuba divers are going down there and they're they're doing some looking. So to your point, why'd you tell anybody? The first thing they did was call the police. Mm. And I'm like you, I I mean, I'm going to out myself on the radio. I'd have been like, woohoo. I didn't find anything. Right. I mean, I'm calling Caleb. Yeah. (laughs) As, As a shop owner, I've always like, I sell Barrett's, right? Uh, not many, but I sell them. And I've always wanted one. I've never wanted to pay for one. So, you know, when you win the lottery, do you really want to share the money? So here's the next thing that pops out at me. And, and Mike, this goes to your point. <clears throat> All the drug trade, the serial numbers of both of the weapons were filed off. Now, if you think the FBI doesn't have a way to recover serial numbers that have been filed off, they use acid etching to figure out where the impressions were made in the metal. I mean, there's technology where they can find these serial numbers. But I think we all know that you don't file off serial numbers for no reason. And, and, you know, there is no registration of firearms, Uh, not one that exists in the way that we think it exists. Well, we talked about this last week. There There, is, but there there isn't. Yeah, there's ways to go about it that the federal government does so illegally, but there is no real legal registration, especially in Louisiana, Florida, Mississippi, Texas, so forth. Uh, in in these states, not in other states. Um, But what they can do, if they so choose, this is not something you sell very often. You'll be able to sit down and and they'll reach out to Barrett originally and say, hey, look, these are the firearms we got because there's more than one serial number on most firearms. Uh, They'll be able to shoot it, swab it, get the data off of the, the lands and the grooves, off the rifling, and reverse engineer this even further. Actually, with this one, they won't. Because there were no barrels. Uh, I didn't read that part. So, uh, and it's at the very end of the article. No barrels were recovered with the weapons. So, ballistics, ballistics testing is now out of the question. All right. So, so what you have is a, a receiver, a trigger mechanism, now, right? This goes into what Miracle Max said before now, because I missed that part of the article. No barrel, no serial number. No way to link that. Now, granted, if you use a firearm in a crime, a, a 50 caliber is pretty easy to say, hey, look, they used a 50. That's a huge chunk of lead going down range. So if the barrels were missing, that means there was something in those barrels that most likely could be traced to this. Now, it's not hard to swap a barrel on a Barrett. 
But that that brings me into the drug trade and potentially uh, kill for hire, that kind of kind of thing. And potentially in another country. You know, one of the thoughts we had as we discussed this was, okay, so maybe, and maybe this actually brings me more to that that theory, which is, if I'm going to provide weapons to someone who is in that type of industry, I'm going to want them to get a separate barrel hmm. that aligns with the receiver and the carrier group, which is what was found here. So now, is it a drop-off? Was it meant to be found by someone else, and this young man and his grandfather just got lucky because it was a drop-off and pickup? And that, they'll be able to look at the... the Saran wrap, they'll be able to look at the, the moisture, how deep it went into the saran wrap, if they use real saran or whatever, right? They'll be able to look at that and say it's been down there for about this long. You know, it's not CSI that we see on TV, but, you know, there is a lot of science behind this kind of stuff. Um, potentially. Because tra- traveling with a barrel isn't, as, isn't regulated where traveling with a receiver is regulated. And it's really hard to hide a four-foot weapon. Yeah, this is not like something you can carry concealed for those who don't know. I mean, a Barrett, yeah. it, it's it's really not, it's barely even a portable weapon. I mean, it is a stationary, you need almost really need a tripod to shoot it correctly. Uh, I mean, you need a lot to make this thing really accurate and, and effective. It, it it definitely raises more more thoughts and changes the direction of my, my thought process with this. I'm curious about it now. <laughs> it's, it, of all the things to find at the bottom of a river in Miami, of all the things to find. Now, the question is, would the magnet have picked up about 25 keys of cocaine? Probably not. But it, in Miami, you literally never know. And square groupers are not ferrous, right? So a magnet wouldn't have picked them up unless there was maybe a 50 cal round or something hiding in the middle of it. Um, hmm. I'm really curious now. Really, really interesting story. So let's go to another story where we talk about tolerance and what we can handle and all of those things that get involved. Because something happened last weekend that we kind of have to talk about at least very briefly here. And Mike, you're the expert on this one, as we have two minutes to cover this. So last weekend, we were bombarded, all of us, pretty much everybody out there, with ads to bet on the Super Bowl on your cell phone. I'm kind of scared that you said I'm the expert. In this. Like, <laughs> well, you're the one. You're the one that sent that, it to me. That, that's that Kaluta's king cake. You're the one you choked up. Right, I'm there. a little verklempt. Yeah. You're the one that sent this to me. I mean, the reality is, it, it's the dynamics here with the ability for us to now gamble from our cell phones everywhere in the state. That's a that's a game changer for Louisiana. It's very dangerous. Uh, I mean, it, for anybody that's downloaded the apps like through Caesar or FanDuel. So basically, you don't need a bookie anymore. You just do it on your phone. You can watch a game, and I'm guilty of this. I love gambling. I I, I cut myself off. Like, I know when to stop, though. Um, kind of like with this Kaluta's king cake. I, I know when to stop. Um, but Oh, so five pieces was enough? I, <laughs> I'm a big boy. <laughs> no, but it's, it's really dangerous, and it kind of scares me. Um, with some of the people I know that are heavily into gambling that, I mean, man, you could lose your, it's so easy to transfer money from your banking account to this. I mean, it's a couple of touches and a few seconds and you, you have your money on the app. You're ready to bet. Well, there's a reason why they were offering such great incentives right off the bat. Hey, put in $5, 
we'll give you 250 yeah. for the rest of the, yeah. the the gamble the rest of the bets you want to make yeah the house the house definitely has the odds <laughs> in their favor but, but during the game you know now you have the in game bets where you can bet uh this next drive for the rams are they going to punt touchdown fumble Oh, yeah. it's terrible. It's like, is Matthew Stafford going to turn to his right after the next snap or his left? Bet $500 on that. I mean, you can literally yeah. bet on pretty much anything. Is is Sean McVay's hair going to finally look like it's natural or glued on and he's the 2021 version of Jimmy Johnson? You can bet on that, too. We're going to bet on everything here on Implicit Bias. We'll be back in hour two right after this break. You're listening to News Talk 96.5, KPEL, Brobridge, Lafayette, a Town Square media station. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angeline Thruway. Let us bust your nuts. We promise you'll be satisfied. At Hightorque, we have over 50 years of industrial and specialty bolting experience. With industry-leading technology, our expert team can help you with all of your industrial bolting applications. Hightorque provides 24-7 assistance to optimize safety, improve quality, and make scheduling easy. Find us at hightorque.com or call 225-663-0345. We have offices in Lafayette, Baton Rouge, Bossier, and Lake Charles. High Torque, busted nuts for over 50 years. You deserve the healthiest and tastiest steaks available. You deserve Wagyu. Known for its unmatched flavor and marbling, Rosewood Farms raises Texas Wagyu and is only available at a few select locations in Acadiana. Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu has a buttery flavor and is remarkably tender. It is also high in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, which are known to fight heart disease, Alzheimer's, and arthritis. As for Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu at Shopine's Market, Took's Meat Market, and Alexander's Market in Baton Rouge. Tell them it's your implicit bias. Taste the Wagyu difference with Rosewood Forms Texas Wagyu. Luxury Limo of Lafayette is now offering airport transportation in style. Get dropped and picked up in their luxurious sedan or their Mercedes-Benz Sprinter for up to 12 travelers. And that's not all. Luxury Limo of Lafayette has 12, 15, 18, 22, 24, 26, and 30 passenger party buses. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385, 565-4385, or Luxury Limo of Lafayette.net. Treat yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. This is Louis Pizzolatto, the owner of Coin & Treasure. We're your local source for rare coins, bullion, silver, and gold. 
In these unprecedented and uncertain times of government overreaching and economic instability, the security of having gold and silver is the perfect way to diversify your portfolio. Both gold and silver have been the tangible assets since the beginning of recorded times. Visit us today at Coin and Treasure. We are local, experienced, and still American-owned and American-proud. For 43 years, it's Coin and Treasure, 2472 West Congress. Welcome into Hour 2, Sam, of Implicit Bias. Yes. Hour 2, presented to you by the Rustic Renegade, but Hour 2 brought to you by Piper Saving. 3916 West Congress, Acadiana's only certified master tobacconist, Mr. Rene Girard. He can take care of all of your tobacco needs, whatever it is you might want, a cigar, pipe, you name it, he's got it, and he can tell you what you're looking for if you just give him a description of the experience you would like to have with tobacco. Let's jump in to a second weekly whiskey surprise. So we're going to bring you in this hour an extended discussion of one story. The extended discussion of the spying on a sitting president of the United States. But first, we are opening and sampling here in the TSPL a very, very special weekly whiskey. Because Miracle Max lives up to the name. And what does he produce? I don't know where he pulled this from. I actually don't want to see where he pulled this from because, you know, it's a fifth of whiskey. It's a big bottle. But this one, this one's worth it. A bottle of Colonel Taylor single barrel. Max apparently has wealth when it comes to this particular whiskey. Colonel Taylor single barrel, gentlemen, um, I think this is going to be a quick tasting experience as far as the description goes. Mike, are you going to disparage this one too? You're going to complain about not getting a good weekly whiskey on this one? You know, when they say you've already been at the bottom, you know, there's only, you can only go to the top. So <laughs> we were at the bottom tonight with the king cake for sure. Um, so I just took my, just took my first sip. I've never had this. Uh, I like it. Uh, come back to me. Oh, we will, because, you know, you start at the bottom and then you go to the top. So bottom to the top, Caleb Morse, we're going to let you chime in on this Colonel Taylor single barrel. There's something about a hunter proof that just, it, it hits home. And uh, I'd be lying to you if I told you this was my first sampling of, of Colonel Taylor's single barrel. It, it makes me smile every time. It's, this is really pleasurable. I was gonna. I know you thought I said nice in inside. No, like you saw it. And you were like he's gonna say nice. He's pleasurable. No, I was actually worried you were gonna say something much worse. Yeah, it, it came to mind too. I'll be <laughs> honest with you. It's as an enlisted man, I stand behind the colonel. Sam in the corner, our resident whiskey snob. One of my favorite Caleb Morris quotes is, uh, "I feel joy." <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying about this whiskey? Yeah, it's it's nice. It's nice. Nice I mean, non sequitur. The the first one, <laughs> I mean, I we we kind of hammered the Jefferson's Ocean, but it's a, it's a it's a quality whiskey. It really is. So I don't think we hammered it. I, I don't think we hammered it. But I think this one may not be what most Jefferson's Oceans have been. But now that you are having the opportunity to compare it to the Colonel Taylor, I mean, it is 
it is like a surround sound of flavor. I mean, it is full. It is robust. It 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 the the mouth feel is really nice, and it, it it's uh it's a very pleasurable experience sipping this whiskey. I've only had like two sips so far, so I'm excited to uh feel the to sip it as it weeps and as the flavor kind of unfolds. But uh, the first few sips, you could just tell that this is a this is something special. Absolutely, it is, Max. You you'd been waiting to open this one. You brought it here on the show, so thank you very much. Number one, thank you, High Torque, for for backing implicit bias and trusting us to to be with your brand. We really appreciate this bottle of whiskey as well. Well, we appreciate you appreciating us. Uh, you know, I, this is everything I hoped it was going to be. I'm always afraid when I open up a bottle that's got a big hype around it that it's going to be disappointing. That it's not going to quite be as good as it is. But for me. This is exactly what I wanted it to be. And is it just me or is this a different color? I can't quite put my finger on that. It's almost orange. orange. No, yeah, you've you've got it's not that deep brown caramel. It is almost a little brownish orangey, yeah. right? No, I, look, I, like I said with the Jefferson's Oceans, I don't have the vocabulary to describe all the, the things that I'm tasting in there, but I'm going to I'm going to just say ditto to what Sam said over there. I mean, the mouthfeel feels like a weird thing to say, but you know, on this show, it's acceptable. So I, I, I like it, man. It's, it's, I'm going to jump the gun. I know we haven't got to the rating, but I'm going to jump off the, off the gun there and say, this is a blue for me. So I, I think this is going to be pretty quick because the reality is when you get something with this much flavor, bold, compelling, makes you want more, makes you want that next sip, you get that, that caramel E flavor. It is so much more caramel than the Jefferson's Ocean, right? But you don't get it lost in the 100 proof. You get that long, long, long finish. I mean, you take a sip of this and it hangs with you. It's like the neighbor that you like just walking next door to saying hi, having a conversation, hanging out with. That's what this Colonel Taylor does when you get that sip and it sits on the palate. When I heard Colonel Taylor, now I've had the small batch before. <clears throat> to be honest, I thought it was good. Not great. No, <clears throat> I, I would give the small batch a green. It's a good bottle, but it's like it the Weller Special Reserve. You know, it's nothing incredible. It's a good, solid bottle. But the demand, the demand has, dr- has driven that, that small batch way through the roof on price. This, this is different. I absolutely agree. To me, this is a blue. Mike, where do you put it on the Morse Whiskey rating code? Man, uh, High Torque might need to sponsor the third hour of the show, huh? I mean, man. <laughs> I, 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 I thought like, Luxury Limo was driving us home with the third hey, hour. We can, hey, I can drive you home, but I don't know about sponsors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe we can go in. Man, this is good. I really like this. This is definitely up there. I, I definitely say a blue. All right. Caleb? And I'm going to follow everyone else on this. This is definitely blue. Like, this is one where when you drink it, the flavor you get says money well spent. Yes. If that makes sense. You know, I, I don't want to spend a hundred, hundred, hundred plus dollars on a bottle and the flavor hits you great and then go away. This, it, it camps out. Yeah. It stays around When you take that breath in afterwards, you get remnants of it and you get that spice. It's, it's not cinnamon, but it's got like a, it's, it's hard to describe. It's that. almost like nutmeg Christmassy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it, it, it comes in, it warms you down to the soul, and it just welcomes you to the rest of the night. Sam? 
Actually, we don't care. Uh, kidding. Sam, what's, what's your rating on this one? Is it unanimous? Yeah, I'm feeling like Homer Simpson eating donuts with, <laughs> with just the mouth open. Oh. Yes, I absolutely agree. <laughs> this is a blue for me. This is an absolute blue. So, again, Max, thanks for bringing this in, for making this part of the experience here in the Top Secret Podcast layer. For absolutely. those out there, if you find it, if you can find a Colonel E.H. Taylor single barrel, I highly recommend grabbing it. Secondary price on this can get rough. It, it can get rough. I, I mean, so this particular bottle actually was given to me. I bought two bottles at two different prices. I paid, I thought, a pretty good price at $150 for one. And I paid, I want to say it was $225 for the other. So I'm getting into secondary prices. Yep. But I mean, I wasn't, especially now that I've had it, I'm very happy with that price. So I, I would agree with you, especially at that $150 price. Oh, yeah. You know, shelf price should be, my guess is right around 100 Just I, I retail, so. manufacturer know, yeah. suggested retail. But that secondary price, we know what it does. I've seen the small batch go at 150 on the secondary market. So when you start to to hear that around this whiskey, um, this at 150, honestly, if that was suggested retail, I wouldn't be shocked and I wouldn't yeah. be disappointed. I, I've seen this in only a few stores, and it's always been 100 to 120 in the store, right? So this is one of those: if you can find it and you're comfortable paying it, jump. And you never know, somebody might offer you 200, 225 for it in a heartbeat. If you're the kind of person that wants to do it as an investment, this, this, that's the time we live in right now, right? Where you can invest in whiskey and make profit like this. Uh, it's a tangible product, but it's also one of those things where you can sit down and just have a great time. So let's talk about why right now you can invest in something like whiskey and it's perhaps worth more than cash. Because, unfortunately, we live in a time where inflation is rolling through the roof. We are printing cash hand over fist. We are told one day that we might be seeing a war between Ukraine and Russia, in which the United States might be involved. Then we're told they're withdrawing troops. The Russians are. Now we're told they haven't withdrawn their troops. And it just seems like, like the tail wagging the dog. For those who don't know the phrase, uh, movie, what, late 80s, early 90s, wag the dog, essentially a distraction where the smaller part of the animal is trying to distract the rest of the animal to keep it from knowing what's actually going on. So what's actually going on? What's the news media not telling you? Well, it's really interesting that there was a filing by a special counsel a special counsel that actually has found criminal wrongdoing that the media doesn't want to talk about. Matter of fact, they've enlisted the likes of Jimmy Kimmel to say that this special counsel and its findings are crackpot conspiracy theorists. <clears throat> um, this is a special counsel, Jack. And what this special counsel has found is pretty alarming. So let me walk you through some of the nuts and bolts. We're going to spend a lot of time on this discussion because there's a lot to this story. As Sam gives me the one minute finger, this is actually kind of perfect because we can set it up and we'll get into it in depth in the next segment. It might take a little more than a minute, Sam, but we'll try and keep this as on point as possible. President Donald Trump told 60 Minutes, Leslie Stahl, they were spying on me 
in reference to his counterpart from the Democratic Party running for president in 2016. He said, they spied on me when I was campaigning and they spied on me after. And Leslie Stahl at the time said, no, no, they didn't. There's no proof of that. And the reality is at the time, there was actually evidence. There was evidence. Well, Donald Trump kept telling that same story. And if the allegations put forth by John Durham are correct, Donald Trump will be vindicated on this story. Because what Durham dropped in a filing last Friday, which came to light last Saturday, it implicates a presidential candidate, potentially a sitting president, potentially a sitting vice president, potentially a major tech executive, potentially FBI and CIA agents, all in not only spying on a presidential candidate, but a sitting president of the United States. Does the word sedition mean anything to you? It does to us. We'll explain more when we come back as we delve into the second hour of Implicit Bias right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. Ladies, we know that man in your life is hard to shop for. That's why you need to go to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium. They have unique gifts for the man in your life, including grooming essentials, special coffees, clothing, items perfect for his man cave, and yes, knives, guns, and accessories. So come on by the Rustic Renegade at 2842 Northeast of Angeline Thruway, just north of Point de Mouton, or visit them online at therusticrenegade.com. That's therusticrenegade.com for the man in your life. Nobody likes to drive around in a grimy ride. Clean that car the Cajun way. Zydeco Ride and Shine Car Wash at 320 Willow and Cajun Car Wash at 510 Lafayette Street in Youngsville are there for you. Our facilities provide you with the best automatic car wash in the Acadiana area. Regulars get a bonus. Buy three washes at a location, get the fourth one free. Zydeco Ride and Shine and Cajun Car Wash. Keeping Acadiana's rides clean since 2014. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry shop and shop right on the showroom floor. In-house jewelry repairs and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Men want to look like men. That means when it's time for a fresh cut, men go where men go. All-American Barbering. Licensed barber Nick Duplishan and the staff at All-American Barbering do it right. From old school haircuts to straight razor shaves to beard trim and shaping, even boys look like men after a cut from All-American Barbering. A veteran-owned business, All-American Barbering is located in Broussard at 807 Albertsons Parkway, Suite B. Schedule your appointment to look like a man at their website, allamericanbarbering.com. Remember, men, when you want to look like a man, go to Broussard. 
go to All-American Barbering. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services, including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology, so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E. D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. Welcome back to the second hour of Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kevon Bordelon. Second hour brought to you by Piper's Haven, 3916 West Congress. Stop by, find Renee, sit on the porch, grab a stogie, listen to Implicit Bias. He's open this Saturday. Great time will be had by all. I promise. We are here in the TSPL. That's the top secret podcast layer for those who don't know. To my left, Miracle Max of High Torque. Across the table, he's the man, the myth, the legend. And by his own admission, more legend than anything, Mr. Caleb Morse of the Rustic Renegade. To my right, in the chair of intoxication, Mr. Mike Trammell. And of course, in the corner is Sam Stokes of Better Boot Productions, who keeps us on the air. Sam, we appreciate everything you do. We also appreciate the fact that Miracle Max showed up with a bottle in the second hour of Colonel E.H. Taylor Single Barrel. That is absolutely phenomenal. 100 proof, bottled in bond, and worth every sip and every penny. So we closed out the last segment in discussion of what should be the biggest news story in the last 20 years. There is no denying this is bigger than, think about big news stories. It's bigger than Watergate. This makes Watergate look like nothing ever happened. Is it as big as the Lindbergh baby? Probably. Because of what it entails. The reality of this story is that it should touch, scare, frighten, and motivate every single American. No matter what your party, no matter what your affiliation No matter what your political leanings, this is the true undermining of democracy. And I don't say that lightly because we hear that term, oh, this is a threat to democracy, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, whatever. This, however, when a private citizen who holds no political standing is able to and allowed to spy on and subvert a sitting president, duly elected. I'm not claiming 81 million votes, you know, where there are like people claiming that they made $45,000 writing fake ballots and there are entire housing complexes that no longer exist that are voting. I mean, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a president who won his election and there is no doubt in the validity of the election that was spied upon by a previous administration, potentially, potentially his opponent who is now out of the political realm and holds no public office and was actively subverted, pushed against. They tried to take away his legal rights as president of the United States, his ability to execute on the job he was charged to do by you, the voter. I look at this and say, they weren't spying on him. 
They were spying on you. They didn't want his power taken away. They wanted your power taken away. Because ultimately, that is the allegation. So the filing, John Durham, special prosecutor appointed by William Barr in the previous administration to investigate all things with regards to spying in the presidential election and on the president. Saturday night has a filing about Sussman is the attorney's last name. So let me explain to you who Sussman is if you don't know who Sussman is. Sussman is an attorney who worked for the Clinton campaign, who told the FBI he was not working for the Clinton campaign when he brought to the FBI information that he claimed was valid about Donald Trump colluding with the Russians. I know it's a little complex. But again, think about this. The crime he is accused of is that he claimed to not be working for Hillary Clinton's campaign when he provided information to the FBI about a supposed crime by her political opponent. When in reality, he was working for the Clinton campaign. He was being paid by the Clinton campaign. That's the allegation. We then get in the filing this past weekend that there might be a conflict of interest because the law firm representing Sussman also represents other people who might end up being indicted in this investigation. Who are those other people? Other people by the name of Barack Hussein Obama. By the name of Valerie Jarrett. Look up the name Kathleen Rumler. Kathleen Rumler works for this law firm. So this law firm could potentially represent multiple people who could be indicted, which represents a conflict of interest because you cannot maybe defend one client independently if you are also defending another client. That's the basis for the conversation. Let's stop there before we start digging into tech executives and all of this stuff. Max, I saw you wanting to lean in real quick for a second. Your thoughts on this and kind of where this lands. Well, certainly I'm going to have to do a little bit more reading to, to get a more comprehensive <laughs> opinion on it. But the, the first thing you said that, that really grabbed me was, um, was Watergate. You know, I mean, that jumps to mind immediately. You learn about this spying on a president during a president's race, et cetera, et cetera. And, and where are the criminal charges? They couldn't jump on Nixon fast enough. And I mean, it, the, the, the hypocrisy of them accusing us, I say us, I shouldn't include myself, I guess, that of accusing Trump's team of collusion with Russia, of all these things that we're talking about. And, you know, I said it on the first show I was on, and I'll say it again, who's most afraid of being stolen from? A thief. They're doing all this accusing. It makes you want to look at them and say, what gave you that idea? What made you think to accuse them of that? And we find Hunter Biden has ties to Russia, I mean, and so on and so forth. So it, it, it gives you something to chew on. Wait. Hunter Biden was involved in what country? We're talking about Wag the Dog. It, it wasn't Ukraine. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure I can make up a, a country that sounds familiar. Uh, in, in Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, as we start to, to roll through this, the ties, the coincidences 
become so many, so many places. <clears throat> and we're going to get to the where are the charges? Because I think that's where we're going to end the next segment. Where are the charges? And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm always an optimist, but I always prepare for the worst. And there's a worst case scenario here for me. We'll get to that at the end of the next segment. So, Mr. Trammell, I know you are not ignorant of what's going on. You are not uninformed that this had happened. What are your thoughts on this conversation, which, let's be honest, some of us have known for three years. Almost four now. But it goes back to, like, the press... Basically, whatever they tell you, and the majority of the world is in such fast motion, busy. You're only, a lot of people only hear what the press tells them, what these, what CNN and uh, MSNBC and Fox, they, and they hear it and that's what they believe. It's kind of like right now with Ukraine, back to, I'm not trying to change the subject. No, but, you're fine. But I mean, how do we know right now that Ukraine hasn't been invaded, or if there's even troops there, you believe in what the press is telling you. Well, so, you know, you bring up something here that, that I think is very, very pertinent and very relevant, which is, are the intelligence officials who are telling us that Ukraine is about to be invaded, the same intelligence officials that were telling us there were WMDs all over Iraq? Because the same side of the aisle that is now behind going to Ukraine and potentially getting into a conflict or were the ones screaming, saying there were no WMDs we were lied to. But it's the same intelligence officials telling us both stories. Is that wagging the tail? You think? <laughs> you think that's not the point of intelligence? I mean, when we talk about psychological operations, and that's really where I think a lot of this, a lot of what we see has manifested itself. There are facts, there are what has happened. But I think what we see is the the PSYOP to try and keep us from really paying attention to what has happened. In other words, everything is a squirrel. Look here. Squirrel, look over here. When you think about the number of lies that have been told by the mainstream media in the last six years, what are those lies intended to do? They've all been proven lies, but once the lie is out there, after a while, in some people's minds, it becomes absolute truth. And therein lies the problem. Because behind those lies, you might have the same person. By the way, who worked on fixing the Benghazi scandal? Kathleen Rumler. Who worked on fixing for the Obama administration the Fast and Furious scandal? Kathleen Rumler. Who now has her hands in trying to defend Michael Sussman, or at least works for that firm, when there is the potential that this leads back to a January 5th, 2017 meeting in the Oval Office? By the way, there are emails, they're out there, please go look them up. Barack Obama, Joe Biden, all involved, all knowing. That's the emails that are out there. That's the allegation. 
And it's an allegation that if it were against anyone else, would be trumpeted, would be screamed, would be yelled from every rooftop to remove that person from office. And instead today, well, the tail, the tail continues to wag. We will continue to wag as well when we come back with the Sam Stokes segment of Implicit Bias right here on News Talk 96.5 KPAC. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition? You can become better at what you like to do. At the Rustic Renegade, knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway. Hello, my name is Rene Girard. I'm Acadiana's certified master tobacconist. Piper's Haven is at 3916 West Congress Street. We are located between Adrian's and Gilbo Road, and we have thousands of cigars in our 553-square-foot humidor. Everything you need to go with your cigars can be found at Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress Street, including cigar cutters, humidors, lighters, pipes, pipe tobacco, meerschaum pipes, briar pipes, pipe tools, pipe stands, pocket knives and hunting knives, and we also provide knife sharpening. We also have a complete selection of Lamberger lamps and scents for that woman that's tired of the smell of cigar smoke. Just buy her something nice and she will appreciate it a lot more. If you need a place to relax and smoke a cigar, come sit on our porch. Just remember to bring your chair. Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. Anderson Pest Control is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and termite control. We're a Louisiana company with Louisiana hospitality that has the knowledge and expertise to handle all your pest control needs. Anderson Pest Control, we wouldn't put technicians in your house that we wouldn't put in ours. Way down here in the Bayou State, critters come in every single size and shape. Pick up the phone, don't hesitate, call Anderson Pest Control today. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services, including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology, so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. Nobody likes to drive around in a grimy ride. Clean that car the Cajun way. Zydeco Ride and Shine Car Wash at 320 Willow and Cajun Car Wash at 510 Lafayette Street in Youngsville are there for you. Our facilities provide you with the best automatic car wash in the Acadiana area. Regulars get a bonus. Buy three washes at a location, get the fourth one free. Zydeco Ride and Shine and Cajun Car Wash. Keeping Acadiana's rides clean since 2014. Welcome into the penultimate segment of Implicit Bias for this week. I'm your host, Kevon Bordelon. We have a crew in the Top Secret Podcast Lair this week. We have to my right, Mike the Wheel Trammel. I don't know what he's laughing about over there. Anyway, we have Mike the Wheel Trammel from Luxury Limo of Lafayette. We have Sam Stokes in the corner. We have Mr. Caleb Morse across the table and Miracle Max Kilgore to my left. We have spent the majority of this second hour, as far as topics go, 
talking about the revelation, the filing by John Durham, special prosecutor, that there was spying going on against not just a presidential candidate, but a sitting president. The filing actually says Trump Tower and the executive office of president of the United States, which means after he was in office, private citizens, the allegation says private citizens were subverting the actions of a duly elected president. So Jim Jordan came out because Donald Trump said, if I had done what they had done, I would have been punished by death. Jordan says, actually, yes, in prior years, in prior times, this is a crime punishable by death in the United States. Legally, it does not reach the level of treason, but it does hit sedition. That's Jim Jordan's explanation, not mine, because I did not sleep at a Holiday Inn last night. I am not an attorney, but I just know it's wrong. I just know that no matter who did it, no matter what the letter behind their name, doesn't matter. The action is wrong. So the question is, how? How do you spy on a sitting president of the United States? Well, let's throw the name out there. Rodney Jaffe. Potentially known as Tech Executive One. So in the filing, it says Tech Executive One had a contract with the White House to get DNS information, domain name server information. Basically, what potentially could be more, what potentially websites were being hit from the White House, from the Executive Office of President of the United States. He has this contract. The filing says exploited. For information, including DNS, which means that there's more information out there. So who is Rodney Jaffe? Rodney Jaffe is a South African-born computer expert and was outed as a key player in special counsel John Durham's ongoing Russiagate probe. Now, this article comes to us from Real Clear Investigations. You can go find it. Please go read it. Don't want you to take our word for it. Not at all. We want you to dig in to Rodney Jaffe. Because Jaffe has been around for a while. Caleb, you look like you want to chime in on this. You seem to know this name. Well, before we go into that, I get an email every week that says what websites my children look at right uh and i'm not the secret service i've worked with the secret service and other things not for but with and this kind of information your your router can tell you this if you do it properly the bidding process for federal contracts and so forth it's a convoluted process and i'm just curious how much they paid him to sit down and sort through this data and look through it uh, because to do it with an unbiased lens is difficult. And if they had vetted him, they may have found something out. So from the article in Real Clear Investigations, and this I find fascinating. In previous statements, 
lawyers for Jaffe and the researchers he recruited have said they had no political axe to grind, but were monitoring Trump to track a credible national security threat related to Russia. But Jaffe's lead researcher, Manos Antonakakis, Greek, of the Georgia Institute of Technology, revealed in an email obtained by Durham. So the email was in the filing. So I'm not going to say alleges. This is in the email, right? And this is what he says. It wasn't lost in the mass delete back with another presidential candidate. Correct. Uh, He says... The only thing that drives us is that we just don't like, and in parentheses, Trump, because that's who's, who's inclined there, right? Other emails released this week by Judicial Watch through a Freedom of Information Act show that Antonakakis believed even the most salacious and debunked rumors in the Clinton Commission Steele dossier. The dossier from Steele is the set of papers that they put together and said, hey, we have all this information on Trump. The FBI should investigate. Which, by the way, the entire thing was made up. So what we have going on here is we have a tech executive who isn't vetted properly. He passed an FBI background check, which in the article they actually say was recognized as a joke. So the FBI is really not digging into this guy. He is put in the sitting president's back pocket to essentially get all of his internet traffic. And in this article, internet experts and tech experts say, third-party examiners of data say, the data that was put together and given to the FBI was highly, and I quote, highly manipulated to make it look as if there was a association between Trump and Russia. This is a lot of information. And I mean, we've covered a lot here. I'm going to tell you what my real concern is. Michael Sussman, who was the guy who went to the FBI, he's the attorney who carried the water to the FBI, working for the Clintons, Clinton campaign, to be clear, and said he wasn't, lied. He got a slap on the wrist. At least that's what it looks like right now, because it looks like he may be going under other charges. The initial charge, he got a slap on the wrist. But that filing as far as I can read, was made one day before the statute of limitations ran out. One day. That worries me. Because the evidence on that is pretty clear. So what you have are two situations. You have either one, and this is my worry. I'll give you the worry first. One, Durham is fishing for time. He's trying to make it last as long as possible. Or two, And this is my hope. There's so much. It's so deep. It's so wide. It's so vast. He is trying to get every charge he can so that there is no getting away from this. Caleb, you want to chime in? That goes into the what's wrong today is wrong tomorrow thought process, right? So if if I see something that I disagree with, and I want to make a difference, my moral obligation is to say something as soon as possible because I disagree at the core of my very being. Now, that goes into the playing checkers game. Waiting until the last day could have two 
different routes like you're talking about. They're waiting to build a case. They waited as long as they could. That way they had time to build the infrastructure and foundation for a basis. Or someone finally had enough of playing the devil's advocate and said, you know, I, I just think this is wrong. I don't think we'll know in the beginning. I really hope that someone's playing chess and not checkers. But it'll be six months, eight months before we know the oh, game. Yeah, we, I don't even know if we'll know the game in six. We, we will know more of the game in six, eight months because we've got midterms coming up. We're going to close this out, but I'm going to ask the question. Does anybody here at the table know what case made Durham's career? I know Sam doesn't know. No idea. Okay. Does the name Whitey Bulger come to mind? Yeah, caught him in Florida, correct? So, well, they caught him in Florida. But Whitey Bulger wasn't really the biggest part of that story. The biggest part of that story was the corruption in the Boston FBI office. And John Durham, John Durham got them all. They all went. So be hopeful, my friends. Be hopeful that this implicit bias... No matter where the path goes, no matter who it leads to, comes out right. We're going to come back, have one more segment. We have a fascinating story that really could change the world when we come back right here on News Talk 96.5 KPL. This is Louis Pizzolatto, the owner of Coin and Treasure. We're your local source for rare coins, bullion, silver, and gold. In these unprecedented and uncertain times of government overreaching and economic instability, the security of having gold and silver is the perfect way to diversify your portfolio. Both gold and silver have been the tangible assets since the beginning of recorded times. Visit us today at Coin and Treasure. We are local, experienced, and still American-owned and American-proud. For 43 years, it's Coin and Treasure, 2472 West Congress. William S. Nicole Jewelry has been serving the Acadiana area for over 40 years now. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding sets, the most extensive in-store selection Acadiana has to offer. Waterford Crystal, Swarovski Crystal, and a complete Pandora Jewelry Shop and Shop right on the showroom floor in-house jewelry repairs, and a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. When you want bigger, better diamonds for less, when you want quality merchandise at affordable prices, shop local. Shop William S. Nicole Jewelry, 3802 Johnson Street, Lafayette. Luxury Limo of Lafayette is now offering airport transportation in style. Get dropped and picked up in their luxurious sedan or their Mercedes-Benz Sprinter for up to 12 travelers. And that's not all. Luxury Limo of Lafayette has 12, 15, 18, 22, 24, 26, and 30 passenger party buses. That's Luxury Limo of Lafayette, 565-4385, 565-4385, or LuxuryLimoOfLafayette.net. Treat yourself to luxury with Luxury Limo of Lafayette. You deserve the healthiest and tastiest steaks available. You deserve Wagyu. Known for its unmatched flavor and marbling, Rosewood Farms raises Texas Wagyu and is only available at a few select locations in Acadiana. Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu has a buttery flavor and is remarkably tender. It is also high in omega-3 and omega-6 fatty acids, which are known to fight heart disease, Alzheimer's, and arthritis. 
As for Rosewood Ranch's Texas Wagyu at Shopify's Market, Took's Meat Market, and Alexander's Market in Baton Rouge, tell them it's your implicit bias. Taste the Wagyu difference with Rosewood Forms Texas Wagyu. Attention Acadiana, have you been to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium? The Rustic Renegade has it all. Special items for that man cave, special coffee blends, unique gifts and grooming items, and best of all, Acadiana's only simulated range where you can shoot not only targets, but you can shoot scenarios. Why spend a fortune on ammunition. You can become better at what you like to do at the Rustic Renegade. Knives, guns, guns, accessories, and the experts to handle it all. That's the Rustic Renegade, 2842 Northeast of Angeline Thruway. Welcome into the final segment of Implicit Bias. I'm your host, Kevon Bordelon. We have to my right in the chair of intoxication. Not sure if he's there. I don't think he is. He's Mike the Wheel Trammel of Luxury Limo of Lafayette. He's been a little quiet last couple segments, but that's okay. I think he's in a good place. You in a good place, Mike? Oh, yeah, I'm good. I mean, just disappointed by the king cake tonight, of course. But. <laughs> Wait, are we still calling that a king cake? Yeah, I mean, it's like dry bread. You know, you, you get you get, you get, get one, and all of a sudden you get two, and they think they're a force, and the reality is I'm just going to tell Sam, edit them out of the show, and, I, and that'll happen. <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. Kind of. We have across the table from me the rustic renegade himself, Mr. Caleb Morris. We have to my left, Miracle Max of High Torque. He is new to the show. He is officially with us, and we appreciate not only his support, but him bringing a bottle of Colonel Taylor single barrel, bottled in bond, phenomenal bourbon here in the Top Secret Podcast layer. And of course, in the corner, Sam Stokes. As we round out the show, we've talked about a lot here this week. Uh, you know, we started talking about the bourbon and Mike brought us down a rabbit hole of stuff that we didn't intend to be on the radio. And that's all. All right. We end up here with our last segment and we always try to end with something fun, unique, interesting, something maybe that you haven't heard anywhere else. And you never would if it wasn't for implicit bias. This story came out February 3rd. I purposefully sit on stories for usually a week or so for this reason. Number one, it gives us time to actually look into the story. Number two, if it's going to be debunked, 48 hours or so, and you'll kind of know the truth behind the story. So this one came out oh, a little over, right at two weeks ago. But when I read the headline, I thought, man, you want to change the world? You really want to make this a different planet? You want to create efficiencies in the internal combustion engine that could create the 50 mile per gallon car, the 50 mile per gallon truck. Don't change the engine. Change the material that makes up the vehicle. Change the material that makes the firearm, that makes the building, that makes everything around us. And apparently MIT did that. This is the headline filed, as I said, on February 3rd. MIT engineers create the, quote, impossible new material that is stronger than steel and as light as plastic. So essentially, this is a two-dimension polymer. Polymers typically assemble in one dimension, linear. This creates multiple dimensions of the polymer, which could in fact create a product stronger than steel, light as plastic. And it says, by the way, easily manufacturable. 
this product, if it were to come to you, to me, to market, would change the world we live in overnight. Think about the amount of steel used in cars. Think about the weight of a new truck today. A new half-ton truck. Ford F-150, Toyota Tundra, Chevy 1500, GMC, Sierra 1500. Roughly, what, 7,500 pounds? First off, those are cars. (laughs) Real men drive F-250s. Uh, no, which weighs uh, it, which weighs in it, <laughs> which weighs, yeah, which weighs in it, which weighs in it about what your F-250, uh, but, 8, but yeah, 8,000, like 7,000, 8,000 pounds. Okay. Your gas mileage is a whopping 120 miles to the gas. A tank. Oh no, one point one point two miles yeah, to the gallon. I have gallon. a gas truck, so it's like that to a tank. Tell them how I was getting three miles yeah. to the gallon. Yeah, yeah. So like Max drove my truck with three motorcycles on it, four motorcycles on it, dive gear, everything else. Uh, to Key West, and it was seven. Seven miles, seven miles to the gallon. Okay. Now, it was seven miles to the gallon of wonderful horsepower. It is. I saw that. Fuel so, hold on. So, 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 hold on. Let's, let's, let's Sorry. put this in context. Why is it getting seven miles to the gallon? It has nothing to do with the horsepower. No, no. It has everything to do with the horsepower, horsepower to weight ratio. Horsepower, horsepower <clears throat> to weight and drag. Now, if you were to reduce that to a material that this one... I don't. I don't think it gives me a. I don't think it gives us a, a percentage, but it's probably somewhere along twenty five percent of the weight. Would be my assumption. So now the horsepower weight ratio changes dramatically. Oh yes, <laughs> and now you're in a material that not only does it change to a lighter material with a higher rigidity and a higher tensile strength, but you can use less material and bring it down to the same level that you have now. <laughs> Mike, you drive for a living. You deal with big vehicles, yeah. lots of steel. I was excited when y'all were saying those gas mileages. <laughs> I literally on our trolleys and buses, we get three to four gallons, uh, four miles per gallon. Like that's that's with a loaded down. I mean, our vehicles are eighteen to twenty six thousand pounds. So if so you, reduce that to. 25%, uh, call it 75%. Six, call it 6,000 pounds yeah. per vehicle. I would be getting the gas mileage you are talking about. So think about, I mean, we talk about climate change all the time, and people harp on oil and gas as the problem. Well, oil and gas, potentially with this polymer, could also be the solution, correct? Because we all know, and, and well, I say we all, anybody who pays attention to implicit bias knows that the amount of carbon emissions needed to build an electric vehicle is more than the carbon emissions of a internal combustion engine over the course of its lifetime because of the batteries and all that goes into it. That's the numbers. Please go look them up again. Don't take my word for it, but this, this not only changes vehicles, this changes buildings. This changes everything. Max. Well, I was just going to jump in on the vehicle side of things. Um, you know, I had voiced, Skepticism, not not that I don't want this to be a good thing. I think it will be a good thing, but um, so so I had a I love telling the story. But I had a '97 F250, right? Seven point three liter diesel engine. I mean, by all accounts, this thing is now twenty five years old and should be just I mean a gas guzzler. I put a cold air intake on this truck and I got twenty seven plus miles to the gallon on the interstate. Wow! I had a twenty sixteen F250. 
with all the technology in the world in it, I, I was lucky to get 14. I mean, it, you know, and part, so part of me thinks taking this back to tying to the conspiracies and whatnot, whatever you want to call them, of the last segment and saying, I'm not sure that they're going to let that be a thing. And I know that's unrelated to the conversation, but I had I had to say that. No, so it, it is absolutely related to the conversation because the reality is when I say it will change the world, think about the steel manufacturers around the world. You think they want this out there? Now, will they be smart, adopt this technology and start manufacturing this? Because really the, the way that they'll do this more than likely is that they will start manufacturing it and it will be price, twice the price of steel. Oh, yeah. they'll, they'll buy into it. So when you look at um, efficiency, right, the diesel engine was way more efficient than the gasoline engine. Uh, the diesel engine came out, had all these parameters. It was less horsepower, but more torque, better fuel economy, higher compression, uh, better rollover ratio, longer life, self-lubricating, all these great things for diesel's engines. Um, diesel went on a cruise with the oil and gas industry with the automotive industry and he never made it off the cruise died during the cruise after two different oil and gas companies tried to buy his products things happen for a reason there are no coincidences we have technology that advances here and we have something they've already talked about how they want to try to break down and reduce because it's not a chain molecular bond at this point they have a linear molecular bond. So it comes out in sheets. It's not a 3D print. It doesn't want to grow. The way they've managed to do it, it goes out in a sheet. So you can actually bond this to other materials. The application for this is limitless. Think about body armor. Think yeah. about bulletproof vehicles. I mean, military, Airplane. industrial complex, airplanes. Yes. I mean, we, and we talked about this. DARPA, what, the Defense Advanced Project Research not association, um, administration, mm -hmm. to think that they didn't know about this five years ago would be ignorant. But they, they had other materials, they, uh, gold, gold something, I can't remember the term of it, but it was a polymer that you inject into an electronic and made it 100% waterproof and actually in, improved uh, continuity of the material at that point in time. And that was about 10 years ago that first came out. So now here we are with this, where it's going to be a, a polymer that lays out in sheets that's bondable to any other material. Someone, and when I say someone, I mean someone with very deep pockets, is going to invest in this and grow this. And one of two things will happen. We'll never hear about it again, or it'll be everywhere. It'll absolutely disappear, or it will spread like a cancer. Because trust me, they're going to find a way to make money on it. We hope that implicit bias doesn't disappear. We hope we spread like a cancer, but a good one. One that, yes, Caleb laughs over on the other side. Seriously, we hope that implicit bias spreads in a way that serves you, that brings you back every week, whether it's on podcast, whether it's on terrestrial radio, 96.5 KPEL. We hope that we have served your implicit bias well this week, and we hope you'll join us next week for another weekly whiskey, another weekly topic, and more conversation from the TSPL right here on News Talk, 96.5 KPEL. Implicit Bias is produced by and copyright of Pipe Dream Entertainment, LLC. Hello, my name is Rene Girard. I'm Acadiana Certified Master Tobacconist. Piper's Haven is at 3916 West Congress Street. We are located between Adrian's and Gilbo Road, and we have thousands of cigars in our 553-square-foot humidor.
Everything you need to go with your cigars can be found at Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress Street, including cigar cutters, humidors, lighters, pipes, pipe tobacco, meerschaum pipes, briar pipes, pipe tools, pipe stands, pocket knives, and hunting knives, and we also provide knife sharpening. We also have a complete selection of Lamberger lamps and scents for that woman that's tired of the smell of cigar smoke. Just buy her something nice, and she will appreciate it a lot more. If you need a place to relax and smoke a cigar, come sit on our porch. Just remember to bring your chair. Piper's Haven at 3916 West Congress between Adrian's and Gilbo Road. Don't be afraid of your dentist. State-of-the-art, comfortable, and affordable dental care is just minutes away. Dr. Patrick Breesey practices sedation dentistry while providing services, including dental implants and cosmetic makeovers. His brand new office in Rain houses the latest in dental technology, so you can have the most pleasant dental experience while receiving the best results. Visit his website at raindentist.com. That's R-A-Y-N-E-D-E-N-T-I-S-T dot com. Ladies, we know that man in your life is hard to shop for. That's why you need to go to the Rustic Renegade, Acadiana's only true men's emporium. They have unique gifts for the man in your life, including grooming essentials, special coffees, clothing, items perfect for his man cave, and yes, knives, guns, and accessories. So come on by the Rustic Renegade at 2842 Northeast Evangeline Thruway, just north of Point de Mouton, or visit them online at therusticrenegade.com. That's therusticrenegade.com for the man in your life. Anderson Pest Control is your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and termite control. We're a Louisiana company with Louisiana hospitality that has the knowledge and expertise to handle all your pest control needs. Anderson Pest Control, we wouldn't put technicians in your house that we wouldn't put in ours. Way down here in the Bayou State, critters come in every single size and shape. Pick up the phone, don't hesitate, call Anderson Pest Control today. 